Hey guys, it's Smithers. Welcome back to Artsman on Sin Nation. I'm here with my pay Christian, and uh, we're both going to be interviewing Sarah Edwards and Aaron Taylor from Phantasmagoria, <laughs> um, a festival in Bulong Village, which we were just uh, having a bit of a, um, yeah. a challenge over the pronunciation <laughs> of <laughs> Courtney and myself, Smithers and myself. Yeah, um, but thank you so much for joining us today on Artsman. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the show. Thank you. Very much for um, us. <laughs> no, oh no, no problem at all. A pleasure. All right, so first question for you, Sarah. With the Phantasmagoria, can you tell us all a little bit about that? Absolutely. So it's a, a festival that's um, being run at Bogong Village, which is up just below the Fall, um, Falls Creek um, and just about 15 minutes drive or so from um, Mount Beauty. The festival reimagines and transforms Bogong Village into a world of shadows, murmurs and dreams. It uses contemporary art practices to create illusion and spectacle, tracing the vanishing individuals and communities that have marked the Alpine region. That sounds very interesting. Thank you. <laughs> no, like, um, I was doing research on it myself. Um, so the Phantasmagoria is like a free site-responsive festival produced by the Bugon Centre. So it's like a sound and culture, and it re-images the Bugon village located on, well, in Foothills in Victoria, which... Transforms, uh, tra- uh, transforms the world, shadows and murmurs and dreams. And can you tell us a little bit about that? So the um, the Bogong Centre for Sound Culture has mm. a residency program that I participated in, mm-hmm. and I, think I did that too. Sarah yeah. might have as well. So basically, um, artists are provided the opportunity to go to Bogong Village and stay there for two weeks and kind of, I guess, explore the environment, kind of. Um, work with the sounds of that environment predominantly is it's a kind of um, sound-based residency and then so we're all selected with the theme of approaching phantasmagoria so this kind of I guess um, space between darkness and light you know the this this um, very in-between space that we're all kind of charged with investigating through the course of the residency so yeah so the festival is an outcome of all of those kind of artists works being presented um, as a theme and as a festival across three days well, that sounds really 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 interesting yeah so your festival rises um, from over 70 artists uh, resides from taking place since like 2010 and and it's apparently it's funded by the Cornish by the Bugong Center of the sounds uh, culture can you tell us about that Sure. Um, yeah. So, well, the festival itself probably um, is representing about 20 artists who, as Erin mentioned, have worked, have been involved with the residency at the Bogong Centre for Sound Culture. And the, the festival is about responding to the site in terms of the fact of its history, which relates to mm. water and the Kiwa Valley, which is a big part of what was formerly a way of generating electricity for Victoria. And artists have responded to, as Erin said, to the sounds of the area, but also to the spirit of place. Yeah. Um, and the architecture, for in, like yes, the it's work extraordinary. that um, I'm doing at the base of the Bogong village, there's a huge dam wall that's being constructed to, I guess, um, separate the kind of bank of water that's being used in the hydroelectric scheme that you can get into. And me so and you kind of like use like spectacles and illusions for that kind of thing? Yeah. I guess. Oh, sounds interesting. Through light and sound. So, yeah. And I've also worked, um, I did a workshop with the students from um, Mount Beauty Secondary College and their art teacher, Kim Lane. And we're going to be presenting the work that was created there, which is a series of masks where people, where the students have responded to the place where they live. And that'll be presented as part of the program. 
Oh, so it's engaging local community as well as um, artists mm. who are coming from all around the world. No, that's cool. Okay, so can you tell us, is, is there any other artists that are involved in their festival? Um, yeah, well, as I mentioned, there's um, 20 artists and those artists are working uh, either with sound, most of the artists are yeah. sound artists. Or sound-based, sound even based. if I think mm. if the work is uh, visual, there's a um, the works kind of tends to be made from a place of listening rather than kind of, I guess, um, yeah, seeing there's very much a, a deep listening, I think, probably feel to what the Bogong Centre for Sound Culture to kind of aims at encouraging. So how long have you guys actually been around for? Because it says here it's uh, since, like, <laughs> 1939. Oh, wow. No, that sounds like the, um, the actual... Um, the building, maybe. Yeah, the building. <laughs> so the, the, the buildings... I did my homework. <laughs> I'm 28. I, I've, I've definitely not been around since. But, um, um, yeah, so the Centre for Sound Culture has got a physical home, which is beautiful and amazing. It's the old schoolhouse from Bogong Village, so it was a, I guess, a village that was constructed for the workers to live in while they were building this kind of hydroelectric also for their scheme. as well. Yeah, yeah. So there was a schoolhouse as part of that that would have been set up around there, and then yeah, it's a kind of, I guess, physical home of the place. Mm. So how do you think that's changed since, like, the very beginning till now, like, in 2017? Well, I guess it was the village, Bogong Village used to be a place where people lived to work the hydroelectric scheme, um, and now it's become a place that is sort of really a, a heritage site, really, and people um, come and stay in the village as a, a way of remembering the history of the, mm. the site. Something I think it'd probably be important just to kind of note would be the, I guess, like the long kind of like Indigenous history yes. of the area that mm. kind of existed before the hydro and things like that as well. Yeah, like like anything, I think that, you know, any kind of like place in Australia since 1930 kind of hope has undergone <laughs> a, a large amount of change. <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> so can you also tell us like, what inspires you for art? Oh, that's a, that's a really big question. For the um, festival as well, like. Yeah, but in terms of the festival, I guess because we were asked to respond to the, the spirit of the site and because we'd worked there as um, in a two-week residency block um, for me I responded to really looking at the spirit of place and that was the mm. thing that interested me specifically um, both through taking sound samples of the area but also building and developing a costume and a performance which I'll be mm. presenting um, as part of the festival Erin yeah. yourself for me I, um, I did the residency as part of a collaboration so I was filming a lot for the first time mm. ever um, as I guess a sound artist so because I was filming I was kind of spent a lot of time looking at the patterns that kind of um, replicate from the micro all the way up to the macro and we were looking a lot at resonance um, and those kind of things as well so um, we're presenting um, we're both doing a duet with feedback uh, in the damn wall itself mm. so it kind of turns this monolith into this giant kind of sounding speaking bell that is kind of terrifying as it's kind of you know like <laughs> rumbling <laughs> underneath your feet yeah it sounds amazing I guess all of the artists in I have responded to site in some way but are also um, with the most critical thing I think or the important part of the project is that the curators have worked with local community as well in yeah. order to bring their stories and their voices into the um, experience and into the festival. So I'm really looking forward to seeing what they get up to and what they do. That was really interesting. Like I love going along to like festivals and art festivals. Yeah. So that would be something yeah. cool to come across. Absolutely, yeah. definitely. And so after the festival, the um, exhibition kind of kicks around for another three weeks. So yeah. if anyone feels like going for a drive up to the high Can you actually tell us when it, like, when it opens and when it ends? 
Yeah, the opening night is the 7th of April, so it next starts Friday next night. Friday. Um, mm. And so the, there'll be a whole bunch of performances and things happening um, over that weekend. Long question. Yeah, yeah, come, come yeah, for a come drive. For a drive. <laughs> yeah, it's about four and a half hours from Melbourne, but it's a beautiful part of the world. It's absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. So, and then the next three weekends there'll be lingering kind of things, so you can pop up there and have a wander, have a listen. Oh, great. Well, have a look. <laughs> thank you so much for coming in. Like, Oh, yeah. Oh, so, sorry, just before we finish up. <laughs> so, just want to jump in there. Um, a, f- a few more. So, could you, uh, you talked about um, uh, Sarah responding, um, getting the community sort of input, and you talked about uh, like the high school as well, high school students, but could you tell us a bit, well, uh, a bit more about the masks that they made and also the different sections of the community that you sort of brought in um, and had input from and had voices represented in Phantasmagoria? Sure. Well, I guess I can specifically speak about the secondary school students from Mount Beauty and about the wonderful responses that they made. They created plaster casts of their own faces and then they sort of talked about their own experiences living at somewhere like Mount Beauty. So the idea of um, some of them are, are up there because they come from a long line of cattle and dairy family but mostly people go up there to stay for, um, they're interested in the ski culture and mm. so there's responses to the natural environment to the cultural environment and to the industry. So it's a bit difficult to describe by just using words but certainly... Um, it's using sound and masks. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, yeah, I, I definitely feel it, it, it can be quite... Uh, it's, it's interesting, I guess, like going across those sort of different modes of expression. And um, uh, Aaron, Aaron, you were talking before about, um, like, was that sort of the most filming that you sort of done? Yeah. Um, before, yeah. yeah. Having come from, like, a sound background? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So... Um, it was really interesting because I was working with somebody else. Um, normally when you're kind of on a sound thing, you're in headphones recording as much as you kind of can. But because I knew that I had a trusted, amazing kind of colleague who was doing that, I was like, well, you can't, you know, there's no point pointing two shotgun microphones at the same kind of sound source and both having that. So being able to have that time and that space through the residency to be able to expand in that way was pretty incredible. Yeah. Wow, yeah. Mm. And uh, I think, I mean, just, just that specific, like, going from, like, doing a lot of sound work to, like, doing visual work, I think, like, yeah. you know, given we're, we're a radio show, like us radio people can certainly sort of <laughs> relate to that. But, um, so was that, uh, like, a new experience? Like, was it quite challenging? Like, or were you surprised more by, like, the, the differences or the similarities between... Um, it was the yeah. similarities, I guess, mm. or being able to map something that I was kind of, or explore something that I was noticing sonically, mm. visually, um, mm. and kind of mapping that, because I think that obviously we are all kind of visual creatures, but us mm. as sound artists are also very much kind of like sonically based and use the way that, the, you know, the things that we hear and the information from the world that way to kind of mm. place ourselves. So, um, yeah, being able to have the time and space to kind of really, really listen and ta- being taken out of your environment, I think, means that you listen to the world in a different way because it's not the kind of regular sounds and it's not your regular kind of routine. So you're you're able to kind of be a bit more open maybe and kind of listen to the things that you're interacting with. So being able to, I guess, map some of that visually was, yeah, super, super interesting to be able to think like that. Mm, yeah. yeah. And I think that, I know that just seems to be a thing that, like, people do anyway when they when they describe sounds. Like, they yeah. talk about, like, you know, being high or low or rough or, yeah. like, all the yeah. language they use just the, the, seems the, the, to be, yeah. It, that's one of the really challenging things mm. to think about sound is that there's so much information in it, but it's so hard to use words to mm. describe or kind of relate or explain what it is that you're doing. But um, I think it's important to give it a crack, though. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Um, mm. Maybe putting out a call as well for um, one of the artists, Jeff Robinson, 
Robinson is looking for people to help ring handbells mm. and he'll be positioning people within the landscape across and around the key, um, Lake Guy, which is the sort of central feature of Bogong Village. And um, if anybody's interested, yeah. um, really yeah, cool. come definitely take a look on the website. Just um, Google Phantasmagoria and you'll be able to find further details about participating oh, in the festival yourself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like so much fun, yeah. Yeah. Take a look. Oh yeah, a call out, yeah, and um and yeah, we'll put that on the, up on the on the socials as well, our Facebook, our Twitter, our um yeah. If anyone wants to come down, yeah, yeah fantastic, yes. thank yeah. you, Kristen. Yeah, great. Rideshare. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, thanks so much for coming in again. Thanks for coming in, Sarah. And yeah, it's so it's, it's this um this Friday, the seventh of April, I believe. Yes, correct. Where? Yes, and then it is Friday through Sunday. Yes. Mm. is the sort of where a lot of the events mm. and um, mm. the performances will be happening. And, and as Erin mentioned, it'll run for three mm. weeks until mm. the 30th of April. So we look forward to seeing you up there. Call out for Bogong Centre for Sound Culture. Go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, if we have a chance, we'll definitely make it there. But thank you so much for coming in. Okay, Thanks, guys. pleasure. Yeah. Thanks for having us. Thanks. Absolutely.